Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bite Club presented by Tasty, a conversation show about the snacks, treats, and bites that make us who we are. I'm Katie. And I'm Jasmine. And each week on Bite Club, we take a food topic and put together a totally definitive list of our rankings of that food. We may agree, we may disagree, we may have to hash it out, or maybe we'll agree together like peanut butter and jelly. The list is our opinion only, but on this podcast, our opinion is the only one that matters. And this (laughs) week, we're ranking the top five desserts to bring to a dinner party. Dinner party, baby! I don't know. It's not usually like a party party. Yeah, it's more like dinner party, baby. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it used Uh, to be party. Party. It's not not so much now that we're older. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into that, it's time for the catch up. The catch-up is a part of the show where Jasmine and I, who are actually friends in real life, by the way, catch up on each other's lives and ask each other a food-related question. That's right. So, Katie, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you prefer to end a night of eating on a savory bite or a sweet one? Do you end with dinner and don't have dessert? Is that it? Or are you saying, like, do you, what's your late-night snack preference? Yeah, let's say late-night snack preference. I generally... Try to not buy sweet things, Ugh, but I love sweet things, so I think it would be sweet. So, like generally, it's like, oh, I have a banana here. I make this thing called banana mash, where I take banana, peanut butter, and cinnamon, and I like mash it all up, and then I put it in the microwave, and it kind of so gets healthy. Like, no, it's so good. My mom used to make it when I was a child, but that's what I make when I want something sweet, but I don't really have any desserts. Or if there's like a bottle of like leftover sprinkles from something. Huh? Sometimes I'll just throw sprinkles into my mouth. Don't tell anybody, but no I told way. everybody. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I bought like two boxes of sprinkles yesterday and I was like, oh, I think I should like just try, you know, it's, yeah, it looks it's so colorful and yummy, <laughs> but no one just eats sprinkles, right? And so I put them away, but now you're now, giving me validation to the thing go. Is like, they're not even that good on their own. Like they're truly like once you have a, you'll be like, why am I eating this? But I'm like, I just want something sweet right now, and I have nothing sweet, and I just I have love this. the flavor of sprinkles. You know what I used to do? Yeah, I used to go to Soup Plantation, and then I would get the ice cream, the soft serve, and yes. then a separate bowl with sprinkles, and I would take my cone and dip it into the sprinkles so that all the surface area was covered in sprinkles. None of that. Take your ice cream cone 
dump the sprinkles on top. They just fly everywhere, you know? Uh-uh, That's no. gourmet. That's like you should open your own ice cream shop. Is it gourmet? My mom was horrified. <laughs> She's like, what? No, you were like, you were making a whole like presentation of your thing too. Like she was like, Mei, which means like, (laughs) like daughter. No, what are you doing? I had never seen her look so so disappointed. Okay, so what about you? Uh, Honestly speaking, I'll start to end the night with sweet but once the sweet's done i'm like i want savory and then it's just you know a back and forth until i'm stuffed and then i just have to go to bed wait so you're like oh i had savory now i want sweet now yeah now what's something you eat like what's something nerds gummy clusters (laughs) (laughs) i have it like every single day no joke both flavors the original and the berry jasmine force fed me these if you didn't know yeah yeah she (laughs) they're very good we were on our way to lunch, and I was like, before we leave, you have to try these. She's like, no, I'm good. And I was like, eat it. <laughs> yeah, that was true. Um, okay. And what's your savory like go-to mm, snack? It's usually a bite of whatever was left over for dinner. Either that or like chips. I'm really into these chicken chips lately. Have you heard of those chicken chips? Jasmine, we had those together on set, remember? I don't know who. Did you bring them in? Not me. Somebody brought chicken chips in and we were eating. We were, at first we were like, this is weird. But then I was like, can I have another one? You know, it was like one yeah, of those things yeah. where like, mm, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're very salty. Yes. But I like it. The texture was a little granular, but yeah. not as granular as like a black bean chip. They're addicting. I could imagine you crushing those on top of something savory as like a little to give a little like texture yeah to a taco oh, turn it or something so expensive their, their <laughs> chips are so expensive are they well i guess it's made of chicken so um okay well let's get into what we're here to do today which is make this top five desserts to bring to a dinner party list jasmine we want to talk about desserts today why why do we want to talk about desserts well desserts are the perfect way to end the night especially a sweet way to end the night. And it's also a great way to just continue the conversation after dinner. Yeah, or like if dinner's kind of like, oh, it's getting a little slow, the conversation's slow. You're like, oh, let's all, dessert. Like, let's go, mm-hmm. let's bring in dessert. Yeah, and, and it's a it, good transition. For yeah. Like when you want the night to end, you're like, mm, well, should we have dessert before Ooh. we all head out? <laughs> yeah, it is like a cue. Like, this is the last thing. And then yeah. get out of my house. <laughs> oh, we're old. <laughs> No, no, we're just nice. We're nice. <laughs> Everything changes with age. It does. It really, you really do go through that yeah. like transitional time, and then like all your friends generally are like hitting similar landmarks as you, and then you have a bunch of those things to go to. Yeah, even my dessert preferences have changed. Have yours? No, you know what? Like ice cream is always like my favorite dessert, and to oh. this day, I'm like ice cream. Yes, I'll any day. What about you? I feel like certain desserts I'm like always I'll love forever and ever, but like my sweetness preference has changed, like level of sweetness, kind of sweetness. And the things I didn't like in terms of desserts have remained the same. I will say that something that's a little less sweet now, but like has a nice balance is has some fattiness in it. I like better now and like some brightness than I was when I was younger. Yeah, but yes. I, but I know in Asian culture, especially like Japanese culture, like it's just in J- Asian culture, like a less sweet dessert is like a better dessert, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. If an auntie tells you, mm, not too sweet, that's like the utmost highest 
honor that you can receive as a compliment. And I, so I feel like I'm, oh, I would always be going even like a couple years ago, it was like for the sweet, 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 because I do have a big sweet tooth, but, but I feel myself pulling back and like maturing into that. <laughs> like, less, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I remember Rie was like, oh yeah, like less sweet. That's what I like. And I'm like, oh my God, Rie. I, I I need to I need to live up to your standards. She is the dessert snob. So. I feel like it depends for me. Like a super sweet cake is re- like I love super sweet frosting. I don't like that lightly sweet whipped topping frosting. Ooh. I like like an American buttercream. That's yeah, my preference. Sweet. I like things actually to be more buttery now than sweet. Oh, that's you what I love think. butter. We digress. Desserts, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Dinner party. Let's just define what makes it a little bit different. Like what kind of dessert are you bringing to a dinner party? A dinner party. Something a little more high effort. Yes. This doesn't have to be homemade, but the dish that you do end up bringing should be something that looks, not looks, but like could be homemade. I'm yeah. trying not to give away my, <laughs> yeah. my, yeah. I think you want to bring something that like appears elevated, but doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be like there are, there's tricks around it, but I yes. definitely think it should appear elevated. Yes. It should look good on the table for a photo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have friends that would definitely be taking photos of stuff. So like the pressure is on. Yeah. I think I want to specify that to a dinner party, you'd bring desserts that you wouldn't bring to a kid's birthday party absolutely it is it like you if it says dinner party there's something in like innately grown up about it right so the dessert yeah. has to feel like i think a little grown up mm-hmm. okay so that's why i'm bringing sprinkles i'm just kidding <laughs> just only the key match just like and a spoonful of sprinkles for you it's not good people but give it a try let me know what you think everyone um, gets a tub of frosting <laughs> Hey, not bad. Yeah, uh, I, honestly, I'd go. i go to this party. <laughs> if it's homemade frosting, for sure. But I, the other thing is you can trick people into thinking things are homemade. Not trick them. I'm not tricking anyone, but... You're elevating pantry items. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't... I'm not... I, there's no shame in that for me. I'm... Life's too busy <laughs> to always make everything from scratch. Yeah, 100%. And people don't understand how adding just one packet of vanilla pudding, instant vanilla pudding, can Ooh. really upgrade a dish. 100%. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Bike Club. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Bike Club. We are going to be putting 20 minutes on the clock right now. We have to come up with this definitive list of the top five. This is the list according to us. So, Jasmine, let's get started. Time is starting now. Oh, God. What's your first nominee? Your first nom nom nominee. All right. My first nom nom nominee is lemon cake. I like that lemon cake is not too heavy after a dinner party. And I'm a sucker for lemon. And that oh, that icing on top, that little glaze, sexy. Now, like, is this a full lemon cake or individual, like, cupcakes? No, no, no cupcakes. We're at a... Dinner party. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We are doing a full lemon cake. It can be a round. It could be a loaf, but it has to have that icing. Maybe if it's a cake, a lemon curd cake. Ooh. Okay. So I have lemon meringue tart. Lemon meringue Or lemon meringue tart. pie. Ooh. Which has a I, custard lemon filling. Oh my gosh. I'm salivating. Lemon is a good, it's like a, it's a, it's a good like elevated flavor. Right? Something. Isn't it? It's, it's so good. It feels sophisticated. I don't know why it's a lemon. But. Have you gotten the lemon curd from Trader Joe's? So delicious. Oh my God. I eat it by the spoon. Yeah. That's why I, I these are things I can't buy because I'll just devour them. It's true. I only bought it once. And after I was like, I got to stop that. Gotta it's like pistachio down. butter. I can't not Wait, eat it. I've never had pistachio butter. Uh, what what is it it is the smoothest nuttiest (laughs) most delicious butter ever in the world oh god it's so good do you put it on bread you can put it on bread but i just put it directly in my mouth (laughs) you just eat it by the spoonful yeah i saw mimo do it too and kelly i saw them both do it so i like a lemon cake cake is good but i i do feel like there's something about having like the custard like you said that's a little bit different. It's a little bit like, ooh, gourmet. I was between that or a lemon panna cotta. Honestly, <gasps> if anything lemon ends up on the list, I am happy. Okay, because lemon- And I love lemon bars. Oh, I have that. I said lemon meringue tart or lemon bar. Ooh, I'm down for a lemon bar. Let's do, okay, but lemon bar, I will say it doesn't feel like the most sophisticated, but if yeah. you sprinkled a little powdered sugar on the top and like plated it right, I feel like you could make it- it's all about the presentation at that point. You've got to elevate it. Yeah. That. You have to add maybe some raspberries on the side <gasps> and oh, a mint decor. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's what we're doing. Lemon yeah. bars plated with raspberry and mint and a little powdered sugar. On so the then top. should we do like lemon tart? Is that the same thing? Lemon tart's different. Lemon tart has oh. like a, you could do different crusts. Sometimes you could do a shortbread crust and then it has custard in the middle. Because mm, a tart is beautiful. A tart is gorge. I mean, well, I'm not going to brag, but I've made yeah. a pretty tart. <laughs> oh, I love Katie's tarts. Get out. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, okay, wait, what were you going to say? Okay, let's do it. Let's do lemon bars. Lemon bars. Okay, as yeah. number five right now. Yeah, for now. Because I will say not everybody loves lemon. I mean, most people do. If you're crazy, you don't, but I... 
They, they're wrong. They're wrong. But I, that's why I think a number five right now, because I just, it's not universal necessarily. But this is our list. Oh my God. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I love lemon. So okay, it's number five right now, but it could be lemon bars plated beautifully. Yes. Okay. So we have to write plated beautifully. All right. <laughs> That's plated beautifully. Katie, what is your nom nom nominee? Okay. I was going to say macarons. Did I say that right? <gasps> yeah. Macarons. Macarons or macarons? It's macarons. Well, there's a macaron, which is like, I think macaroon. the coconut. Macaroon. macaroon. Oh, macaroon. macaroon. So it's macaron. Macaroon. sorry everybody we cannot say um excuse you i was a french major you were yeah i feel like you majored in like basketball french (laughs) communication majored in (laughs) basketball i just like every time i I learned something new about you that i had no idea well basketball was high school in college i double majored in media and french oh why French? Do not ask me to speak French because I never got to learn French. Like I always wanted to learn French. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up, I ended up learning Spanish. That was like mandatory in when I went to Catholic school when I used to live in North Carolina. Anyway, long story. <laughs> um, and then I moved here and then like I wanted to take another language, but I ended up taking Chinese and then I couldn't ever take French. So when I went to college, I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to take French classes. I'm going to go real deep and major in it. Yeah. Did you like mm-hmm. write essays in French? Oh, yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. Did you eat macarons while you did it? No. No, sadly. <laughs> I <Macarons>. wish. <laughs> in college? Oh, it's like three twenty-five for one. They are expensive. Okay. So you could make these from scratch. What I like about them is they're gluten-free. It was part of my, like, in case you have anyone that has, because they're made with almond flour, if you guys didn't know. Mm-hmm. Almond flour, not AP. And they have really great, usually very bright fillings. Like yeah. raspberry, lemon, they do pistachio, blueberry. Mm-hmm. You can do it all. I am so down to have these on here. Oh, was that your number one? No, that wasn't. That wasn't my number one. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's add macarons. Okay, because I feel like anyone who sees them, they're like, oh, like French dessert. They look gorgeous. Also, when you bring macarons to a dinner party, everyone will automatically just know how much time and effort went into them. And if you didn't make them, they'll be like, wow, you got you got you spent, bank. You spent you <laughs> yeah. <spent> money. <laughs> yeah. What? The perfect macaron though has like it's kind of crunchy on the outside and then it has that little bit of chew. You know what I mean? Oh, I love Honestly. a good amount of chew. Okay. Yeah. Too much like a lot of chew. Yeah, like a light crisp on the outside yeah. and then a good amount of chew. And I like the inside to either be like denser or I like the jams as well. Yeah. I did just not too sweet on sweet on sweet. It's gotta be because the cookie itself is pretty sweet. Well, I like sweet. So for for macarons, I would totally have it Go extra sweet. sweet. Okay. I've never had it to be like, oh my God, that's too sweet. I've never thought that while eating a macaron. Oh, I just think if you put frosting in it sometimes, like I've done that and it's a little sweet. It's a little intense. Oh, I don't think I've ever had it with frosting. Yeah, I think, it, yeah. I mean, it, usually like I feel like a chocolate or something creamy. Yeah. Oh my God, a ganache. Ooh, 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 ooh. <gasps> a triple chocolate macaron with decadent dark chocolate. Oh, should we just go I just now? Said should we stop? Times. Wait, we only have 14 minutes left. Okay, wait, we got to Okay. So we've got Oh, I'm this okay, lemon bars, macarons. Yeah, our first two nom nom nominees have made it on the list. So, Great. I think I we're in a good place. Yeah. Oh, all right, what's yours? Okay, my next nom nominee nom nom nominee <laughs> is flan. Flan. I flan. love I didn't even think about flan. Because there's so many, every there's a lot of cultures that have their version of flan. Like the Japanese, uh, it's purin, right? But it's like puri, like 
that's delicious. It's in. basically like flan. Not it's not the same thing, but like every culture has like a custard with like the caramel on the top of it. That's a good one. And it looks really elevated, but it doesn't doesn't necessarily take that much to make it. And that Ooh. glisten on the surface. Oh, oh, my God. Something so sexy about it. It's creamy. I want. Yeah, sweet. I want sexy desserts <laughs> at, this, at this dinner party. A dinner party, I think, implies that it does have to be like, I don't know. She's got to be pretty. She's got to be sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I love Fawn. It wasn't on my list. That means something's going to come off my list. I think Fawn is great. Yeah. We should put Fawn. Okay. It wasn't wow. something. I also think because you like, it wasn't something I necessarily loved as a kid because the texture, I think oh, as a I kid. I love the texture. When I was younger, as an adult, I love it. But as a kid, I was like, that's a weird texture. And now I think I've matured and it's mm. so creamy and I don't know. I feel like I was exposed to this culture quite often as a kid with, yeah. with boba and stuff. We would have egg pudding inside our boba or a grass jelly, and it's all the same texture. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, yes, when I first had it. All right. Fawn. Fawn is on. Fawn is on. Yes! Fawn is on. No. Nice. Oh all right. We're halfway there. We have 10 minutes left, and we're doing really well. I feel like we're coming together on this. We already have three on this list. I think our love for desserts is, re- is really building this list Ooh, we haven't shelved any nom nom nominee. Well, you might be about to shelve my nom nominee. I heard you. Oh, is it raisins again? No. <laughs> yeah, I want to just bring raisins to this dinner party. You're uninvited out. to the dinner party. <laughs> hey, guys, here's your little packet of raisins. You know, those little boxes of raisins you used to get yeah, as a kid? Yeah, I actually like the, the sun made ones. Yeah, that's great. I like them. Get out. I like raisins on its own. Yeah, but if yeah. you bring that as your contribution, it's bad. You know, it's over. Dinner parties, you're done. You're, you're done. done. Dinner you're party's out. over. You're not coming yeah. back. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say cupcakes. Hear me out. Cupcakes. I know that they seem like a little bit casual, but if you're going to like a themed party, there's a lot of ways to decorate them to make them like fancier. Oh, I know what fancy cupcakes you're talking about. Oh, which ones am I talking about? The the ones that are decorated pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just in general. Well, okay. One time we were having a party. This wasn't a dinner party, but it was for Game of Thrones. And I made fire and ice. Wow. So I piped like a multicolor frosting on top. So one was like orange, red, and white. And then one was blue and then lighter blue and white. And then I took Jolly Ranchers and I put them in like a baking pan and baked them. So they like spread out and then I cracked them. And I put those as like decorations on the top. And it was pretty impressive. People were like, the two people that came over, there was only two people. <laughs> I made a lot of pop. I made a lot of <laughs> cupcakes for two people. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> you made cupcakes for two people. Yeah, and myself. Was one of them your husband? Yeah, no, he, is the, he would be the fourth of the group. It was four of us. <laughs> oh, okay. Four is, you know, not bad. That's a party. Four is a party. Four is a party. Is four a party? Okay. You know, it's my ideal number of people at a party, so. I also attempted to make a cake for the same thing, and it was a red velvet cake, and I spilled it everywhere, and it looked like blood. Just like, it hadn't been baked yet. It was just the batter everywhere. (laughs) On myself, it looked like I murdered someone in my kitchen. Oh, well, it happens when you have too many cooks in the kitchen. It's true. Don't drop a red velvet cake. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. With cupcakes... Yeah, can we shelf it? <gasps> I get what you're saying. I'm gonna we'll put it to the side. I mean, I'm 
but I I'm think not opposed to it. There's we a case come for back them. To it. Yeah, okay. there's a case for them, and I recognize that. It's shareable. It's easy to consume. Um, all, right. all right, here's mine. Yeah, Basque cheesecake. Oh, this for is actually people my people that don't know what that is. Can you explain? Yes. So a Basque cheesecake is a cheesecake that originated from Basque, and it is a burnt cheesecake. So it's baked at a, at a higher temperature. So the top looks burnt. It's actually just like, you know, scorched and charred, but it doesn't taste super burnt. It's very good. Very, very, uh, very custardy. Rich. Yeah, rich it- and custardy. It's so freaking good. I actually made three Basque cheesecakes last week. Wait, wait. Yeah. Because they're heavy. Like, we're, but what I like about, because, okay, cheesecakes, when you think of a cheesecake, you kind of think of a denser, like almost ice, like frozen ice cream type of putting your spoon through it. A Basque cheesecake is like a little bit more creamy, puddingy, mm-hmm. custardy, which I, but the outside is really baked, like crisp, like kind of like not yeah. crunchy, but a little bit. It can harden a bit to yeah. become a crunch. Yeah, for sure. Especially the edges. And it's all wrinkled. Oh my God. The It's just so rustic looking. It's beautiful. It's, you know that like um, the elegance that comes with the visuals of something that looks homemade. Yes, that's, that's what, what this I brings. feel. Like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it so also good. takes a long time to make because it bakes for a long time. I think right. I was making mini ones, so it wasn't taking that long. But you know, minimum hour, minimum. Yeah. yeah. I so also, if you're trying to make a Basque cheesecake, there's an amazing 101 on it on Tasty.co. You gotta check it out. It's such a good recipe. I there's also it. an amazing 101 for macro- macarons, macarons. <gasps> what do we oh decide? my god! So yes. many things to make. Well, so this I was gonna bring this up. I know this is really we, we have we're on a timer, but Jasmine, I do think we should talk a little bit about these 101s. Like when we're talking about Tasty 101, we've produced a few of these now. Yeah. What is the, this experience? Is it, they're very crazy. To make. Very. This is honestly probably the hardest format for videos that I've ever had to produce. They're so intricate. And the goal of 101 is to teach you all the reasons and all the steps that go into the recipe. So yeah. They- and why we chose this recipe as the, like because our culinary staff like Mimo and Kelly are testing a bazillion recipes and different versions of it to make it the best. So I think that of the best, the best of the best, like Alexis did the macarons one bass cheesecake was Cody, but they are testing over and over again. And then we write these long scripts to go with it and have to tie all the visuals and show you guys like how we got from a to C. Yeah. It's a true collaboration between all the different stems and branches of the tasty team. So if you have not looked at a tasty one-on-one, check it out. I feel like it's a great building blocks for if you want to learn how to make pasta or you want to make pizza or anything. I I use them all the time. Genuinely. So good. So good. And super educational. Yes. Okay. That was a side side note, but we have five minutes left. Okay. So can we put bass to the side? Because I do feel like Basque and (gasps) Flan are living in the same like custard zones. They're living in the same custard zones. What? The texture is completely different. They are, but they both are like vanilla custardy what how could you say that they're the same they're not the same they're not the same i'm not You're saying treating the them like they're the same how, what okay he is my number one okay my number one is chocolate tart <laughs> your face come on a chocolate I mean, tart I, yeah i like chocolate tart what about a chocolate caramel tart no you made it worse okay <laughs> remove the chocolate come back to me what a chocolate tart okay Think about I have it. Fruit tart. Oh, that's also good. But close your eyes. Okay. Think about this for a minute. Okay. Imagine a shortbread 
crust or vanilla crust or a chocolate chocolate crust. You could make it with Oreos, whatever you want. That's the bottom. Then you have this luscious, creamy ganache of maybe dark chocolate, if that's what you're into, maybe milk, maybe a mixture. And then if you're getting really fancy, a beautiful silky mirror glazed chocolate top sprinkled with sea salt. You bring that into the party and they're going to go bow down. (laughs) No, come on. I'm literally thinking of our production of this chocolate fruit yeah. tart. I mean, chocolate tart 101. We made a 101. Uh, Mimo yeah. tested a thousand recipes. Go check it out right now. But it is so good. We ended up landing on a vanilla crust, by the way. I do think it's a nice balance of like a dark chocolate filling. So how can we shelf Basque cheesecake for a f- chocolate tart? I do think Basque cheesecake wins over cupcakes. So I will say we could cupcakes is off. Oh, deal. Okay, but the only one I really want to, to bring up to you is chocolate chips. Like, I'm talking gourmet large chocolate chips. What do you mean chocolate chips? <laughs> cookies. I did oh. this earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, not just large I was like, chips. I don't want to eat a huge block of chocolate. <laughs> I'm bringing raisins and chocolate chips to this party. I also had cookies in my top five, <gasps> but... I would have Basque cheesecake over the cookies at a dinner party. You know, I will say, I don't actually love cheesecake. I just love Basque cheesecake. That's true. I will say, I don't really like cheesecake either, but the one... The one that I will have over and over again and make again is Basque cheesecake. Yeah, because it's also not too overly cream cheesy. God. Fine. But chocolate... I guess chocolate chip cookies seem a little casual, but if you sprinkle sea salt on anything... (laughs) If you sprinkle Katie. sea salt on any dessert, it's fancy. That's what I okay. say. You also chose cupcakes and you said just top it with something fancy. So. Listen, I'm telling you, all you have to do is go to the store, buy buy cupcakes, refrost them fancy, sprinkle something fancy on them like gold, and people will be like, true. gold flakes on a cupcake? They'll think you did. That's yeah. true. You could do this all on a store-bought like box cake. Yeah. Cupcake. And everyone will be like, wow, you're amazing. You're, Yeah. Okay, Bass cheesecake. Okay, then can we? Where's where's? Can I put chocolate caramel tart, a chocolate tart at the top? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not that into chocolate tarts. They're they're good. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're just like not what I would choose for a dinner party. Yeah, I it, like if all these options were there, it'd be the last one I go for. Okay, Jasmine, close your eyes again. Think about me entering the room with a chocolate tart. Everyone being like, "Ooh, ah. why am I picturing kicking you out?" I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my God, we have 15 seconds left. Can I please, please, let me put it as a number five. Let me put it as number five. You can have it as number three. Number three? Oh my God, okay, thank you. Thank um, you. And then chocolate, but can it be a chocolate tart, not a chocolate caramel tart? Yeah, a chocolate tart. I okay. feel like our audience right now is like, yay, Katie, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> so then number one, should we do lemon bars as number one? I know we Yeah, were like, I but- was gonna ask if that was cool with you. Yeah, okay. Oh my God, it's so cool with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay we are at time we are at time so do we have a list here uh yeah i think so okay i think we do let's let i think we do we're gonna go ready we're gonna start telling everyone what the list is here tell us what number five is katie number five is flan what <laughs> where wait we did not order this correctly is it macarons yeah okay i know i just wanted to flan <laughs> You little. <laughs> okay, number. Here is the list, ladies and gentlemen. Number five. We've got macarons. 
Number four, flan. Number three, bass cheesecake. Oh no, I did it again. What are you doing? <laughs> number two, number three, chocolate tart. Number two, Basque cheesecake. And number one, lemon bars. Yum. Or anything lemon, just make it lemon and people will love you. I love lemon. You know what I also wanted to say? Um, it's, uh, um, oh my gosh, Porto Colopita. What is that? Oh my gosh, I'm salivating. It's a Greek dessert. It uses phyllo dough and <gasps> oranges. And I last time I made it, I added chocolate to it. So freaking good. I actually made a video on this too, uh, on Tasty. So check that oh. out. It's like what to, this Porto Colopita will transport you to Greece, something like that. It check was it amazing. The recipe is from a local Greek baker. She is amazing. So yummy. I'm Guys, sorry, we will leave all of these links in the show notes for all the things you talked about today. So you can go to a dinner party and make some of this stuff and impress all your friends. Yeah, be the star of the show. It's your main character era. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, okay, well, that we did it. We Woo! did it. That's the list. Nothing else matters, guys. <laughs> I don't know. You were pretty upset. <laughs> I did try to change some order. <laughs> you try to finesse me. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just I I just want what I want. <laughs> You're just going to take it. We're just going to take it. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Bike Club. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Bike Club. Guys, we made the list. Now it is time for the dessert portion of the podcast. Each week as a chaser to our main meal list, we'll switch it up and serve a sweet new segment for your listening pleasure. And today's dessert is deserted dessert. In honor of our discussion topic this week of all things sweet, we wanted to take a look back, pick some treats from a bygone era, and decide which ones should stay in the past and which ones should experience a 21st century revival. In other words, we will decide which deserted desserts deserve to be deserted in the dirt. Our first candidate is the upside down pineapple cake. In the United States, pineapple upside down cakes became popular in the mid 1920s after Dole Pineapple Company sponsored a contest for pineapple recipes. Oh, oh that's so interesting. Wow, what? They received over 2,500 various submissions for the inverted pineapple cake and ran an advertisement about it, which increased the cake's popularity. Jasmine, is this sweet? 
poised to make an upside down comeback or should we desert this dessert? Well, I've never had it before, which makes me want to revive it so I can try it. Wait. Yeah. Squeeze, squeeze me. Oh, squeeze me. Squeeze me. You've never had this? I've never had it. Oh, my God. Okay. I have a great recipe that where you make it in a rice cooker. Ooh. And it's like has a kind of cheesecake base to it a little bit. It's so good. And it's really moist. That's why you make it in the rice cooker because it makes it really oh, moist. I love moist cake. That's on tasty.com. Well, why would I say that? <laughs> who, who hates, who likes dry cake? Someone out there <laughs> might like a dry cake. And tell if us. you like dry cake, don't tell us. Don't tell. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Let me know. Let me know. I want to know. Who are you? What makes you tick? All right, Jasmine. This stays. I, I think 100% this is actually a delicious cake. If you've never had it, you should try it. Oh, so you're considering this for a 21st century revival. I think so. I think it should have a big comeback. Okay, we'll come back to it. Let's look at candidate number two, shall we? Yeah. This is a crown jewel jello cake. So, stained glass was developed by a home cook, R.J. Gotti, who sent General Foods, the makers of Jell-O, the recipe in 1955. It featured four different flavors of gelatin set off against a backdrop of whipped topping. The bits of colored gelatin, Gotti thought, resembled pieces of stained glass. So, it can be served as a salad or a dessert. Katie, should we keep this jewel in our crown at the dinner table or should it be dethroned once and for all? Dethroned is what I say. Dethroned. Do you agree? Disagree? Yeah, I don't think it looks like stained glass at all. I think there's something kind of intriguing about the look. It's it's definitely artistic, but... The taste-wise, I just don't love a, a, a salad dessert. What? This is like how you just grab your child's art that they brought <laughs> brought back from school, and you're like, it's definitely artistic. It's artistic. Like, mm, it, you're so creative. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the molds they're using. Like, if you look this up, people, it's it looks kind of cool, but it also, it's just, I'm not a big if gelatin is the main part of the dessert, it's not my favorite. Oh my gosh, I'm opposite. I love gelatin. I mm. don't like whipped topping. Not for mm. me. It's too light. I like dense. Yeah, the density. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we both did it for other reasons. It's decommissioned. Yeah. It, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dessert. We're deserted in the dirt. Retire, yeah. Okay. Our <laughs> deserted third, in the dirt. dirt. Our third contender for revival, the enduring banana split. The origin of the banana split is controversial, but most historians believe it was first created in 1904 by an optometrist in Pennsylvania named David Doc Stickler. <laughs> Stickler was inspired by the fruit late in Sundays he saw while vacationing in Atlantic City in the summer of 1904 and aspired to create something similar when he returned to Latrobe using banana fruit, which in those days was shipped to Pennsylvania by way of New Orleans. Jasmine, would we be bananas to say goodbye to this classic or is it time for this dessert to live up to its namesake and split? You know, I think we'd be a little bit bananas because I tried this for the first time last month at Disneyland from Ghirardelli's <gasps> and it was so good. A cast member had recommended me to try their banana split. Okay, it was so expensive. It was like almost like $16, $17 if ooh, I remember ooh, correctly. Ooh. Um, and I was honestly shocked to see like there be two bananas. And me and George were like, oh my God, they gave us two bananas. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. 
it's split in half. <laughs> and then we were like, oh my gosh, is this why they call it banana split? And we were like, whoa. And your brains explode. <laughs> yeah. And then we Googled it. We're like, oh, we weren't original. Like that, that was the reason. <laughs> Uh, it was so good. Yeah, I haven't had one since I was really little. I mean, I like a long time ago. What oh is so usually like hot fudge or is that a hot fudge sundae? <laughs> well, the one I had was like a long platter and there was strawberry ice cream, chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream. So a Neapolitan. Okay. It was sandwiched by two halves of a banana and it was topped with crushed strawberries <gasps> as well as crushed pineapples and hot chocolate fudge and topped with whipped cream and a cherry. Okay, so that sounds pretty clear. That sounds great. I don't really remember, but you know that ice cream is my favorite dessert of all time. So Mm -hmm. I say, let's revive this banana. Our fourth and final contender is ambrosia salad. Most popular in the 1970s, ambrosia salad is a fruit salad featuring a daring combination of jet-puffed marshmallows, shredded coconut, pineapple, and mandarin oranges. It's most commonly finished with a smattering of Cool Whip or sour cream and chilled in the fridge overnight, encouraging the ingredients to congeal into a dense, syrupy mass. So, Katie, should we keep tossing this dish around the dinner table or should we say this salad is no longer valid? Oh, you rhymed. You rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I already know we should definitely dessert this. It's yeah, the, yeah. The marshmallow with the Coke. It's just a lot going on. It just reminds me of like maybe you were stuck in a snowstorm. You couldn't get out to go get groceries. And this is what you came up with. And you're like, I want to make no offense. <laughs> I hope that's not offensive. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I don't think it's offensive. <laughs> Why are we calling dessert salads too? By the way, it, dessert should never be a salad. That's right. That's right. Salad and cry. <laughs> Jasmine is currently wearing a shirt that says add salad and cry. And that's my motto. That's right. That's and right. The only time you should be crying over dessert is if you're like going through a breakup or stuff. Or if it's so delicious, it brings you to tears. Two, those two, those two scenarios and only. those two only. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we think we should keep? Which one? Which one do we revive? Hmm. Going back to candidate number one, upside down pineapple cake. Do we want a dessert or revive? Revive. Okay. Let's revive it. I want to try this. Candidate number two, a crown jewel jello cake. What do we think? Destroy dessert. <laughs> Destroy <laughs> dessert. <laughs> I agree. Let's dethrone dessert. Sorry for anyone who loves it. I'm sorry. If you love it, nothing's stopping you from continuing to eat it. Banana split. Revive, baby. Woo! We can both agree. And then finally, creamy fruit salad. No, no oh, amb- valid. Ambrosia, rather. Ambrosia salad no longer valid. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, that's our hot takes on old foods. That's right. That was really fun. I feel like we should have a dinner party now. Yeah. I mean, we we've been talking about it for a while. We got to do it. Oh yeah. Well, we are actually end of month. Let's yeah, end of month. We're gonna have a pizza party, guys. You're all invited. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Sorry. All right, the crowd. Force the crowd. Force the crowd. Any more than four, I can't handle it. That's my party. <laughs> then I'll sticking. start crying. That's the third scenario: social anxiety. <laughs> then you can cry over your dessert. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys, this is really fun. I think we've established that for a dinner party, a dessert's got to be kind of sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexy desserts are the way to go. All right. Well, you guys can follow us at 
BuzzFeed Tasty. And email us with your questions at fightclubpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 909-833-9213. For episodes in the future, we're looking for any questions about food and specifically delicious dilemmas, any ethical situations you found yourself in relating to all things food and drink. Thanks for eating with us and we'll see you next week on Bite Club. Chomp, 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 chomp. I want to say nom, nom, nom at the end of this. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.